Do you ever lift your head up from your phone, look around, and think to yourself, my God, everything is weird? Well, we do a lot. This is the Observation Station, a unique, entertaining, and hilarious podcast. If we observe it, we talk about it. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. Let's get weird and let's have some fun. This is the Observation Station. And now your host, Tommy Heights. How's it going, everybody here? Welcome back to another episode of the Observation Station. Today's episode, we have cigar lounges. So, wanted to review last episode. I had uh, cooking at home. So, just going over all the saving money and gaining skills that you'd be having just by cooking at home. And today, I bought ingredients to make ahi tuna poke bowls. So, not doing that high-end price tuna poke bowls where they charge you 27 and they put like two micro-sized pieces of tuna and then just slap a bunch of sriracha mayo all over it. Not happening. So today I'm going to go over something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is cigar lounges. So what cigar lounges are to me Maybe different to somebody else's experience, but this is my personal interpretation of how I take on the concept of the cigar lounge. So, first off, the cigar lounge is a man cave. It's for all the guys to just let loose a little bit here, talk about different things that went on through the week, their business, uh, maybe some things that's going on at the house that they just want someone else's opinion on what sports they're betting on, you know, or, or just anything that's, that's going on in their life, it's therapy. And it's, you don't have to really ask around. That it's, it's not that hard to find some friends in a cigar lounge once you go maybe two or three times and you see the same regulars. That's where you build these friendships. I mean, these kinds of friendships that you get from cigar lounges are... Uh, I've never had any other kind of like a bar that you're you're going to go and, and just talk to people and say, yeah, let's go out and, and do a trip. I've met people, usually they're they're older, they're already, you know, uh, well in their 50s or something, but they're at the cigar lounge and these guys are taking trips maybe to Key West or, you know, to wherever it is, though that's what kind of friendships that you're having where you're taking actual vacations with people and they always are taking the photos of the cigars that they're smoking on the vacation uh, some some of them actually have clubs that they go and they might have three cigar lounges on rotation that they go. Maybe this one's on, you know, Wednesdays, they meet up this one on Fridays and this one on Sunday, something like that. Uh, I have kind of categorized cigar lounges in in the same kind of category I've been doing the hotels and like, you know, restaurants or whatever it is to have a rating system. You, you have the same concept with the cigar lounges. You have a, a luxury cigar lounge and you have your budget lounges. So I'll start off with the, the budget lounges. You, you can see a lot of these maybe in, it could be a casino 
maybe at like a, a lower end casino they might have where you can buy the cigar and you could smoke it out there or, or you can have it where it's on a vacation spot. I don't know. It could be Cancun. I'm just giving some kind of uh, heavy tourist area that, that there would just be a makeshift kind of lounge. You would have the cigars that if they're outside and they're being exposed to the sun, they're improperly humidified and it's not going to burn correctly. It's just that's not a properly uh, taken care of cigar to smoke. That's why if you ever get anybody that gives them to you as a gift and they're extremely dry, they're, you know, you can maybe, I don't know if put them in a humidor depending on how bad it is, but it's it's really something that you can't really reverse once you've done too much harm to the tobacco leaf. So to give you a contrast here to start off, the budget lounges, I'll give you, here's a, an example here. So budget lounges, you go in there. They're not going to have the best humidification system, first off, like I was explaining, but even indoor. They might have it where <laughs> they're behind glass doors and it's just like somebody has a key and they open up the glass doors. Like, that's terrible. It's not even humidified properly correctly. And you'll you'll have maybe some like chairs out there that are really uncomfortable. You'll have a couple of ashtrays on there and just a whole bunch of fans just at the maximum speed going off because they don't have a proper humidification, uh, um, proper system to take out the smoke. Uh, and the whole, oh, that's ventilation. That's what it is. Ventilation uh, system, which really, if you have a nice cigar lounge, it could be costing you like a hundred thousand plus for like a legit proper ventilation system for the top end uh, establishments. So, and another thing is they'll they'll have the same kind of run of the mill like um, for my cigar smokers out there that listen to the podcast, they'll have maybe like Camachos, Acids, uh, Javas, just very basic cigars and. Really, the, the person that runs the shop may not even know anything about the cigars. They're just like, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. And if you really get down to it, you ask them, well, how many times have you smoked this? Oh, I haven't smoked a lot of it, but uh, you know, a lot of people buy it. It's like, yeah, well, a lot of people buy low-end uh, beer and, uh, you know, that, that, that's not what I'm choosing to drink. You know, I, I, I'm coming here for the craft, not for just mass-produced garbage. So I obviously don't say it like that to them, but there's a reason that you come to smoke a fine cigar. I mean, this is something that you have it where you're there for an hour or 45 minutes or something that you want to have basically an enjoyable experience, not something where it's like burning incorrectly. The taste is very harsh. Uh, you have it where it just, it's not a good experience. Okay. Now, Transitioning to the luxury cigar lounges. Now, I go personally to one that is a beautiful high-end cigar lounge in Boca Raton called Strikes. And this is a place where I have friends that I've been talking to for, since 2016 that are just really good uh, good souls that if you ever have any questions, you can just sit down with them and ask them, hey, you know, I'm having this problem in business. How would you handle this in this kind of stressful situation? And they would sit down there literally and have two or three people give you honest opinions. And that way, when you come into Monday, 
you have an understanding of people that have been through the grind that are successful business people. And that you you can't pay for that. That kind of just friendships like that, that's what you get out of that when you go to a place that's a luxury cigar lounge. You get people that are educated, that have businesses or uh, run their companies and are the CEOs or you know VPs. Everything that you get from somebody that's a successful businessman man or woman is a just another. Uh, quiver in your, you know, arrow in your quiver so that you can put on your basically notes to say, okay, these are what need to be done if I need to get XYZ done for, uh, you know, this part of my business because my friend, obviously, that runs a huge company in this industry is telling me this is where I need to be in the trajectory of my career path at this many years of experience. So, uh, South Florida, though, is blessed with the Cuban culture. So there's a lot of different kinds of cigar places here. I would say, just giving you a tip, stick away from ones that are like right by the beach for the most part. I mean, there's probably some good ones, but usually by the beach, that is mainly just the tourist traps for cigar bars. And uh, when you go in, you should... uh, Go to a place also in Miami called Cuban Crafters, and that's another good uh, cigar lounge. It has a phenomenal selection, Uh, and they do uh, some. They offer you cafecitos, and I'm telling you that place has a great selection. Also, the two uh, cigar bars I mentioned there, Cuban Crafters and Strikes. Cigar Lounge. Also, this is a key aspect of a fine cigar lounge, is if they have Davidoff cigars. The reason being is that if you have Davidoff cigars inside your store, you have to be an authorized uh, retailer, uh, authorized by Davidoff. You just can't be having them in there. And Davidoff, if I was correct, uh, periodically will come into the stores just to make sure that the kiosk with their cigars is properly explaining their brand image the way that Davidoff wants it to be portrayed. So a lot of different aspects, though, go into trying to bring a kind of family aspect to it because sometimes... The cigar lounges are more like you want to stay and play dominoes all day or do you want to have it where you're playing, you know, you know, cards or do you want to just watch sports? It just depends on kind of how how long you want to be there. And that's the beauty of it is you could say, I'm going to get there at 10 in the morning. You know, you do your errands in the morning and this is like a Saturday and you want to watch golf in the morning and say, hey, I'd like to go get some lunch. So you just keep your tab open and you go have lunch across the street and you come back and you just kind of just keep going where you started off. Uh, and that's the beauty of these lounges is that like when you're a regular there, they know you come there all the time. It's very laid back. And that's a beautiful thing because if you're going to go to establishments that are like bars at all the time, they're kind of like, hey, do you have a tab open? Do you uh, like you don't you want to be in a place that's like you don't want to be hounded and and just looked at kind of funny by the bartenders. You don't just want to have a place that they're professional. They kind of sit you down. They remember your name. If you have like a favorite drink, they can remember, hey, do you want the usual? Yes, please. So 
I mean, those are kinds of things that that it really makes it where you want to c- come back and keep spending money. You know, at these establishments, some of these cigars, if you really want the fine ones, I mean, you're spending between, I mean, I would say $18 if you really want to get started getting into super premium, in my opinion, $18 up to, I mean, 45 really at the top. And I mean, you always can go higher if you really want to get there, but I would say 45 at the highest end. And if you're going to be doing that or buying boxes for two, three hundred, four hundred dollars and paying for memberships, you know, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. I think there's a club in New York City, the I think it's the Monte Cristo club, if I was correct. And it's like I think it's like ten thousand a year to be a member there. But when you're a member, you get all these kinds of perks. You get exclusive cigars. Um, you get to have it where you have access to different parts uh, of the uh, cigar lounges. Like there's like exclusive member areas that you can sit at that have, you know, where it's more like quiet and you can just watch your own TV there. Um, it, it's really like kind of when you say the difference, like when you have a first class and economy class it's kind of the best way i can explain it because you're just kind of dividing up the bar itself for members and non-members though when you go also on event nights so say there's a representative for a certain brand that goes to the lounge always try to make friends with them i mean especially if it's a brand that you like and just kind of talk to them about the cigars that you like and ask the rep, hey, is there anything in your brand that you would recommend that'd be similar to these ones that I smoke already from your brand? And the guy's going to be already thinking, all right, this guy's a loyal uh, client. You don't want to say customer. These people, you got to, customer is just like, you know, when you're in a grocery store, when you're at some, at a fine, you're, at a, you're a customer at a budget cigar lounge, you're a client at a luxury cigar lounge. That's the difference. So he'll go, well, let me ask, ask you this here. Uh, what do you usually eat? Like he'll start asking you questions and that's really where it starts differentiating himself from a different brand is just kind of the questions that the rep will, will ask. Well, what do you eat? Do you have like a, do you a steak? Do you like doing it uh, kind of in the morning? Do you have a, a preference of any pairings of uh, brown liquors like bourbons, whiskeys? So that way he's engaging you and that means that you're feeling more like you're cared about when you're engaged, not like you're just paying them money and saying, all right, can I have the product? And they just go, all right, shoo, come away when you need another cigar. So, for example, say a, a rep comes over there. You have it where you have a few cigars, say like two cigars, uh, certain kinds that you like, and you tell the rep, hey, I like um, cigar A and cigar B. Oh, okay. That's awesome here. Uh, let me show you actually something else that just came out last month. Because these reps, the reasons they come out, there's always releases that they're going to be putting out there. They're not just coming out there saying, hey, here's the same stuff that's been here for five years. Would you like to now look at it? And that wouldn't make any sense. So there's always a new release. And there might be some merchandise that's under the table that they might want to hand out to, you know, couple people and you go okay well yeah let me let me take a look at this so what what are the flavor profiles okay so 
what this is, and they'll go through the binders and the fillers, what kind of uh, wrapper is it, you know, or Nicaraguan, you know, Ecuadorian, all these different aspects and flavor profiles. So you, you're even more engaged to say, wow, even if you don't even know necessarily the intricacies, you, you'll appreciate that they're going through it with you just so that you can make sure that you're understanding what you're, uh, you know, buying. So figuring out first off that you're nice with the reps. Okay. We have that down. The other things also is that if you're really, uh, cool with the reps, the reps might have, or they're like, Hey, let me, you know, show you this, this brand new cigar that, you know, only I have a couple of these here. You know, I got a, just a little box here under the table he might have like three of them and maybe that's what he's been smoking, like his own private stock. Like he, you know, he has his own couple of stogies and you try them and you're like, man, this is really good. What is this? And then he's just going to be talking to you and then you're just going to keep building a relationship and he's, and he's going to be always on the lookout. So if he goes to another uh, uh, cigar lounge or something like that, that way, you can kind of build a relationship there and say, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, I know you from so-and-so. I got the new release here. Let me show you what's going on. Because he knows you're going to be buying stuff from him. He always is going to show you the new stuff. You're going to have it where you'll refer people to um, different cigar bars that you need to have this rep there because he knows his stuff with this, with this brand. So it's all just trying to network. That's really what it is. And building yourself up in these uh, cigar lounges as as just a solid person just walking in there and just saying, hey, look, I just need some help. Um, not only like with the tobacco person, but like with people that are regular patrons. If you say, hey, guys, I just need some help with this, this thing here. Oh, yeah. Okay, Tommy. Uh, how can I help you? Okay. So I'm having this kind of life issue. And then you just go on and on and on and on and on. And these people are always just willing to just, like I said, Take their time and say, Tommy, if you have this issue, you have to look at it in this perspective. Bum, 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 bum. And then just come come back to that cigar lounge and what you would do. First off, if somebody's taking the time like that, I always would buy them a cigar and say, offer them, are you drinking something? Because that way you can solidify that you thanked them for their advice. So if, I, would, I would ask them, what cigar are you smoking? Because I don't want to get something way off from what what they're um, smoking right now. And if they're like, oh, you know, I'm smoking an XYZ. Oh, and at first off, you compliment that cigar because obviously, you know, you don't want to have it where you're saying, oh, that's a terrible cigar or anything like that. But you just compliment, oh, that sounds like a good smoke. I'll try it sometime. Let me see if I can get you something. That way you can have it where you're going there with a just a positive vibe and energy. The people know that you're a good stand-up person and you just want to have it where you thank people in your own way and you just thank them with a cigar. And if the person doesn't drink, you just say, okay, here's your cigar. And I really thank you for your advice. So, I mean, really what I'm getting to is this is kind of, you know, the spa in the man's terms because the women have the the spa they can hang out all day do whatever this is the man cave for the men sitting here this is how we just let it just be where we have a safe environment of guys that we can trust to say some things that we can get honest opinions about and that's a big thing you have to have trustworthy people out there and that's the place to find them so on that note there just wanted to close up 
And uh, next episode is going to be learning a musical instrument. So just going to be going over the joys of being a musician and how you're going to learn that patience is absolutely the key. So on that note, you guys have yourself a wonderful day, and I'm glad that you guys stuck around this long to listen to another episode of the Observation Station. Take it easy, everybody. Listening to the Observation Station. We find everyday life and everyday situations hilarious. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. That would help too. See you next time on the Observation Station. <laughs>